right, welcome to Analysis Power Podcast Live. And we are kicking it today with uh, our special guest, uh, Robert, Reverend Robert Walker, who is uh, uh, the candidate for War Three here in the city of Beaumont, Texas, for the May 2021 election. And along with my host, Aladonna Sherwood Haley. Hello. Hello. I'm super excited about tonight. We always have all the information. So tonight I'm going to try to gather some information for the folks out there so that they can make an informed decision. I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. So so we're going to bring our, our guests on in, a, in, in about 30 seconds. So let's tell that? them about Knowledge is Power Podcast Live before. Yeah, we can do that. How about us doing that? Let's do that. I'm sorry. I'm going to move ahead of my time. Okay. There we go. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share important information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finances, politics, and business. We pride ourselves on keeping our hands on the pulse of this community, making sure that you are aware of everything going on in and around the Golden Triangle. I am looking forward to tonight, Reverend Robert Walker for War Three. That one is kind of hard. Yeah, <laughs> so Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is now available at, on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. I said Twitter before. Okay, Apple, iTunes, and Google, and a lot more. So we're all over, all over social media, over twenty-one so, uh, social media platforms. So you can find us anywhere at any time. And also, we also now have our own website. If you miss a show and you want to go back and see a show, you can catch us at www.knowledgeispowerpodcastlive on our website. Uh, let's let's do this. We're going to bring on our guest. Our guest is uh, Robert Walker. He is the candidate for Ward 3 in um, Beaumont for the election for 2021. And uh, hey, I tell you what, we'll bring him on and, and just give us 30 seconds. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-host, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Well, hello, we're back, and our guest is uh, Reverend Robert Walker, uh, War Three Candidates. Hello, Robert. Hello. How are y'all today? We're doing great. We're doing good, man. I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. Here we go. So you know me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us a little background information and tell us why you're running. Um, My my name is Robert Walker. I am 29 years old. Um, I've been a resident of Beaumont and Ward 3 my entire life. Um, I'm a 2009 graduate of Central High School. Uh, Currently, I am the senior pastor at Greater St. Paul Baptist Church. Uh, I've served in that capacity now three years. Um, I'm employed by the uh, by Collision and Classics Uh, there. I'm a collision estimator. Um, In addition to that, I'm a student at College of Biblical Studies in Houston, Texas where I'm getting my Bachelor of Science degree in Biblical Studies uh, with a minor in Pastoral Ministries. I'm a member of the NAACP, a member of the National Action Network, um, and a member of the Baptist Ministers Union of Beaumont and Vicinity, where I serve on several committees, um, the Finance Committee, the Public Relations Committee, and I co-chair the Citywide Youth Revival Committee. Uh, so I'm not new to service, uh, I'm not new to work, and I'm not new to effecting change. I'm, to answer your second question, uh, I'm running for 
um, City Council Ward 3 um, because over the years, um, our ward has been neglected, uh, in my opinion. For all intents and purposes, it's been looked over. When you look at Ward 3, you can't help but see that we've been stagnant for some time now. My interest in running for Ward 3 stems from the fact that I see a community that is in desperate need of strength, a community that is in need of protecting, and a community that I feel I can help in bringing back those qualities that led residents to live here, those qualities that led business owners to invest here, and those qualities that led individuals to raise families here. If you look throughout the city of Beaumont um, over the years, that even as the city as a whole has progressed, the north end, the south end, the avenues, and even downtown for that matter, hasn't seen adequate progress and fair services. Um, there are infrastructure concerns in Ward 3, and please don't get me wrong, I know infrastructure is an issue throughout the entire city, um, but those Ward 3 streets seem to be the ones that are worse off and the ones that are not being looked into. There are concerns with community development. Um, we have empty lots, we have empty buildings and empty homes all throughout Ward 3. And perhaps this is the case because there is a lack of access, a lack of representation in Ward 3 um, that is not visible nor advocating in our favor. And so I'm running for Ward 3 because Ward 3 deserves a councilman that can communicate effectively with other members of council, a councilman that is willing to engage with the members of the community, someone who's transparent. And I feel that I'm that that councilman. Uh, Robert, could you tell us where the viewers, where is Ward 3 and what the area contains? Uh, it contains uh, 4th Street and Washington, that corner, uh, into the avenues, uh, the entire south end, and majority of the north end, Pine Street, Magnolia Street, uh, Lucas Street, uh, if that okay. answers your question. Uh, they're coming up into Hellsby too, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So it's a large, large ward. It's, it's the largest up, ward in the city. Okay. It covers uh, the Hellsby area. I didn't area. know that it covered the avenues and yeah, all of that. Right. So that's mm -hmm. to me. I didn't know that it extended all the way to Washington and Forth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. So we just let me finish so I can make yeah. sure I get that. And so it covers the north end, it covers Hillsby, it covers the south end, the historical Charlton Pollock uh, district. It covers yes, um, also, uh, it goes to Washington Boulevard, right? Then goes correct. all the way west to 4th Street, correct? Correct. Then you have the avenues in there. You have, um, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, you have. Uh, the Cartwright edition and that area where Robinson Cartwright runs in all the way to fourth street and right. from fourth street to college street, right? Yes, sir. Okay. That's a huge war. I was about to say college street too was in war three. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. So you have a huge ward to cover because over on the other side of college street, uh, if you're going north on fourth, uh, then the ward one takes over, right? Right. Okay. I'm pretty sure I thought I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> so anyway, sound like you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a huge ward. And um, uh, so I, I feel like uh, uh, by you being, I understand you lived in ward three, you grew up in ward three. Yes. So sir. you know ward three. Yes, sir. LaDonna. Tell me, what do you think has prepared you um, for this city council position? We want to know why, how, how have you prepared to, to take on this job? Um, I, I feel that my work as a pastor, uh, my work as a collision estimator, my work with 
various organizations and life in general has prepared me for this position as a member of council. Uh, whether it be at church or on my secular job, my number one priority is serving people. Um, I'm in the business of engaging. Day in and day out, I'm advocating for individuals. Day in and day out, I'm trying to make sure that the individuals that I come in contact with know that they are important, that they have a voice, that they can and will be heard. And these jobs that I work uh, require that I listen with intent. They require that I weigh all the options. They require that I communicate what is necessary for the benefit of my clients as well as my congregants. More so, these jobs that I do on a daily require teamwork. In church, I work with our leaders to ensure that our church is moving forward and that we are progressing the kingdom of God. Um, we work together on budgets. We work together on growth strategies. Um, and in my secular work, we deal with an upwards of 50 cars on a weekly basis. We start every morning with a team meeting so that not just one person knows what's going on, but so that the entire staff is up to date, so that the entire staff can answer a question, so that the entire staff can effectively service the needs of our customers. And so I feel all of that combined is what has prepared me for this position as councilman. Can you, uh, you, me, Tony, or you got something? No, you have it, baby. Okay. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the duties of a councilman? What are the actual duties of a councilman do, as you, as you uh, would identify them? Um, in general, the city council as a whole is a group of individuals that have been elected to serve as the legislative body of city government. Um, the city council members have been tasked with representing the interest of their constituents. In essence, the ball gets started with the city council. Um, the duty of the city council is to listen to the voters, hear what the voters have to say, evaluate their concerns, and submit those concerns to the city manager and his or her administration. And the city manager takes those concerns to his or her department heads. In a nutshell, the duty of a city council member is approving budgets and proposing uh, resolve and ordinances that will enable for a better quality of living for our citizens. Well, I'm proud of you. Now, on that question, I am super duper proud of you. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I have asked that question on this platform and haven't had a person simply break down the duties of a councilman in relation to the city manager. And I just want to tell you, if you ain't did nothing else right in your life, you made it plain, yeah. well, fool down, not ever on that. Okay? Well, thank you. And we've had uh, we've a had lot of people on here. Politicians okay. on here that didn't explain their role. What is the role of this position you're writing for? And what we, is we, the role? I've heard yeah, everything from military to this to that to you name it. <laughs> And we just want to know what you do. Do yeah, you know right. what you're doing? And what is the... Okay, anyway, before I get all off of this... <laughs> Robert Walker, again, people, yes, we're, we're talking to Robert Walker, who is running for War 3 in the Beaumont uh, City Council. Uh, Eric containing uh, in Beaumont for the May 20, uh, 21st, uh, I'm sorry, 2021 election. Um, yes, Robert, I, I, before I ask you the next question, sound like you've done your, your research, you uh, studied up on it, and, I'm, and after you, wanted to you are the first to answer that question. So we said we decided as, as a group, as a cast, and we're going to ask that question because we never received a direct answer. 
so you answered the question that we've been waiting for for the last three, four weeks. So <laughs> I hope they're watching so they understand. Go back because we're going to ask this question again. What is your role <laughs> as a city councilman, as a board trustee, or whatever you're running for? We want to know, do you know what you're running for? Or you didn't uh, right. right. Yeah. All right. So now, Robert, ask. I'm going to ask this question. Uh, what is one major issue you plan to address? Um, the one major issue um, that, that I would like to address, um, and, and it's a popular issue among all candidates, and that is the issue of Beaumont streets. Um, I'm on social media a lot. And when discussing Beaumont and what needs to improve, to be improved, infrastructure and street repavement is always at the top of the list. More notably, the infrastructure in Ward 3. Um, our city conducts what is called a PCI, a pavement condition index. Um, we as a city contract a company to come in and grade our streets by percentage. Out of this assessment, the city publishes this list and what grade this company gives those streets. Um, at our city council meeting about three weeks ago, um, our director of public works and technology services made the statement in response to the question, what streets are given top priority as it relates to being repaired or repaved? He said those streets that are graded 60% or lower. This list that the city of Beaumont publishes is about 245 pages long. Uh, so of course I, I didn't have time to go through every page, but what I did do uh, is randomly select streets that ranked under 60%. And what I found is that the majority of those streets are streets in Ward 3. Don't get me wrong, I understand that Beaumont is not a new city. I understand that Ward 3 is the oldest and the most historic part of our city. But I can't seem to understand why it is taking so long to get street improvements in our community. Um, somebody say, well, there's budgets for that. But how the money is budgeted should be evaluated. I'm not saying this is not happening, but what is allocated to each ward should be on a need basis and not an equal basis. Because there are some areas of our city that are better off as far as streets than other areas. Now, of course, we don't wanna go around raising the taxes of our citizens. So that means we look for federal grants. That means we look for private investors. That means we look at our budget and we find items that could be held off and possibly take that money and move it into the repair infrastructure fund. Oh, wow. Okay. I like Go that. ahead. Go I ahead. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Madonna? If you could change one thing in the zoning code, what would it be and why? Um, before I answer that, let me say that like with everything, the zoning code has its goods and it has its bads. Um, I've talked with several real estate developers and even residents that own private dwellings in our city. And the concern that keeps coming up conversation after conversation after conversation is that it seems that there are too many hands or too many avenues to get something accomplished. There are essentially three areas when it comes to building and development. There is commercial, there is residential, and then there is industrial. And so when you take something like a residential property and you want to build an add-on, and you pull a permit to get this work done, you are uh, then told you need a different permit because the permit you have is for a single family dwelling and not for a duplex. 
because under the umbrella of residential, you have single family, you have apartment, you have duplex, and there are many others. But the point I'm trying to make is that paperwork and footwork could be cut down if these zoning codes were revitalized and made more conducive for local development, which leads me to another point, and I know you only asked for one, um, but perhaps there should be a committee that is designated to the education of development. For example, if me and my contractor have plans to develop, there should be a person or persons to review our plans. And once they've been reviewed, then me and my contractors um, meet with this specific zoning board and they outline for us what we need, what needs to be changed, why it needs to be changed, and even ways to go about making that change. I was in a conversation just yesterday with a developer and he said out of his own experience that that too many times if the zoning board declines something, they never really tell you how to go about fixing what they've declined. That's a huge wow. problem. Wow. Now, that is an issue. Now wow. that is something that definitely needs to be addressed. And as a small business owner, when you're looking at all sorts of red tape and you may want to create a new company or you may want to branch out into something else. And when you start thinking about all the things that are going to come against you and obstacles that you may have to face, you, you, you know, it's a deterrent. So I, I, right. I, totally <clears throat> I appreciate that answer, but let me ask you, uh, what could you do? What could you do? What would you do if to change that zoning code? Which, what would it, it be? Why and why? Oh, I, I don't think I can effectively answer that question uh, only because I, uh, to be completely honest with you, mm -hmm. I don't know the relationship between the council members and the zoning board. No, I'm, a, uh, I'm so, sorry. I missed the word zoning code. What zoning you code. You're right. Which zoning code? I'm sorry. Um, again, I, I honestly don't think I can effectively answer that question okay. only because um, I hadn't really looked into these specific zoning codes um, as far as where they line up. Right. Um, might need to but, be changed or altered. You don't have a, you're not privy to that. Now, I, I have a question. Um, how do you plan on really getting the residents involved in the decision making process for their community? Um, engagement and involvement from our city and from our community, for me, is a major thing. Um, as I stated, uh, perhaps a time or two during this discussion, as a member of council, you are an advocate for your voters. In essence, uh, you are the bridge between them and our city management. You are their voice. Um, the city provides each council member a personal email. At the very least, I would encourage the citizens to email me um, what they think is best for them as it relates to issues and concerns. Um, I know we have a period during our weekly council meeting for citizens to speak, uh, but I want to hear from them directly. Uh, personally, I'm a big user of social media. Um, so that's another avenue whereby the voices of our voters can be heard. Um, but in order for that to even begin taking place, there has to be some, some sort of transparency. In my experience, it takes too much to find out anything in Beaumont. Um, there, there's no direct to any information. One thing I would do if I'm elected, is host a monthly information session, uh, even if it's virtual. What that means is that once a month, I would upload a video um, addressing the citizens of Ward 3. In that video, I would share progress over the last month. I would share what we have accomplished as a city and as a ward, what we intend to do as a city and as a ward, I would address some of the concerns that our citizens face. It would basically be something 
to let the community know that I hear you. I'm doing everything in my power to help you. Uh, and that 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 it's something that that really can't be done during our normal council sessions. Uh, I really like that. I really like what you're saying right there. That's really good. Yeah, yeah, because not everything makes it on the weekly agenda, but it's something that our citizens deserve. No, I'm really impressed with you with the information video because that information station is volumes because a lot of the citizens are coming up to me and really what I'm doing with the get out the vote, not to make it about me, but they, they are like, you know, we don't know who's running and we don't know why they're running and we don't, we don't have access to information readily available. And sometimes things that are dealing with the city council and things of that nature. You're right. People can't get to those council meetings. And, and sometimes those council meetings don't cover all the things that are actually people need to be able to go to some information station, location, page, whatever, or video, monthly video update, something. Keep us in the loop because right. otherwise it does give the impression that nothing's being done or issues aren't being heard or things aren't being recognized. So I, I, I really like that. I really like that idea. If anyone or someone or contractors or group come to you with a proposal to build a new piece of public infrastructure in our city, how would you evaluate whether that project was or is worth implementing? Um, when it comes to bringing anything new to the city, um, whether it be infrastructure, whether it be business, I think the number one question has to be, what benefit is it for our citizens? Will this create jobs for our city? Will this create revenue for our city? Um, there's a big push for the city and for the school system to work together. So will it be something that, that keeps our high school graduates in Beaumont? A lot of things may sound good and a lot of things may look good on paper, but if there is not a benefit, I think it needs to be reevaluated. But on the other hand, um, it could be something beneficial. It could be something that brings in investment and something that brings cash flow to our city, but the timing may not be right. There's a lot that goes into what would be worth implementing. And I think it goes back to having a council that is able, able to work together. It goes back to having a council that that have common interests, and, and that's not the interest of self and self agendas, but that's the interest of our city. That's the interest of the voters who put the council into office. Well, I'm actually proud of you, honey. Now, I want to <laughs> say this on tonight. Uh, we talked about a lot of things, but I want you to dig deep now on this one. Oh, what makes you stand out from other candidates? We need to know. We need um, to know. What makes me stand out? Several things that, that make me stand out from other candidates. Uh, in every aspect of life, from my work as a collision estimator to my work as a pastor and preacher, um, and, and I think I touched on this earlier, my number one priority has always been serving. I am legitimately at my core, a servant of the people. Understand this, a lot of people service the people, but not many are servants of the people. Over the years, through both my church work and my secular work, uh, I've been able to, the, to develop the skills necessary to see the needs of other people. Um, I have a sense of empathy. I have a sense of awareness. And both of these allows me to understand. Another thing is my ability to inspire and my ability to effect change. Lastly, and probably the most important in the eyes of some is my ability and my desire to work as a team. We keep hearing, and it is a fact, that in order to get anything passed through council, that you have to have four votes. With that being said, we cannot get change and betterment for our ward and for our city 
without coming together. I pride myself on being able to get along. I pride myself on being able to hear out my teammates. I'm simply saying that we cannot stand alone. We all have to be on the same page without compromising our beliefs and our morals. Robert Walker, everybody from uh, <laughs> Candidate for War 3 here in Beaumont, uh, Texas. I got something else. It's a little bit off the cuff, but I got to go there since you 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 drill it. You oh, bring Lord, it in, now, so I'm going to go there. Now you're going right. to trip me up. me the interrogator, so okay. I just got to go there. Okay, so I'm listening to you. I hear what you're saying. What happens when that conflict arises? What happens when that disrespectful teammate becomes belligerent and rude and uses invective language or abrasive, uh, when they get out of line, give me the Robert Walker that's gonna straighten it out. I need to know, we need to know what happens when conflict arises because we know that those council meetings can get a little ratchet, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's true. Uh, but I, I Everybody knows I've spoke about it throughout this entire discussion. I am a man of faith. Um, so my first reaction is always to pray. Uh, prayer is always my number one. Now, when prayer uh, has been prayed and things are still going south, um, I, I do have some of my dad in me. God rest his soul. Uh, that bulldog mentality that if you're backed into a corner, you come out swinging. Uh, and, and so I, I can go there, but prayer is my number one. All right. Look, like, like Toby say, try Jesus, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try me. <laughs> okay, Robert Walker, let me ask, go here with you. What can you, how can you make a difference in your community? This is um, going to be real good. Uh, I can make a difference by continuing to do what I'm doing. Um, continue to show and prove to others that change only comes through being heard, um, continuing to serve and continuing to be of service. Um, quick question, you know, sure. so we're hearing more about the politician side, but the people want to know you. So tell us what you do in and around Beaumont. What do you do? What is your favorite place and pastime? Give us a little bit about what you do outside of church or for fun and things of that nature. Uh, uh, well, to be honest, uh, as much as I spend time there, uh, my workplace is not at the top of that list. Uh, but but honestly, I, I do spend uh, the most of my time at my church. Um, it's my place of solace. It's uh, my place that I can think um, evaluate life and life's circumstances. Um, uh, another place I spend a lot of time, and, and I guess it's because I like to eat, believe it or not, um, is Elena's on College. That is by far my favorite restaurant. Uh, I, I think I honestly go there about three times a week, if not more. In fact, uh, when I walk in the door, they know exactly what I want. Uh, I don't ever have to tell them I have the manager's number on speed dial. Uh, so <laughs> so I, I spend a lot of time there uh, and, and at home. Um, mm -hmm. I just I, I'm, I like being by myself. Uh, it gives me time to, uh, as they say, think of a master plan. Wow. If you are, if I didn't ask, say this, let me ask you this quick question. Mm -hmm. and, uh, let's see how how did I would direct this? What would you do if you lose this election? Will you continue to support your community and city or just going to go back to the sideline? What are you going to do? Um, losing for me won't change anything. Mm -hmm. um, losing won't change the love and the compassion that I have for my city. Um, losing won't change my desire to see change and betterment for Ward 3 and for the city of Beaumont, um, without any doubt or hesitation, I will continue to serve my community as well as my city because me running for city council is not about winning. It's not about losing. Now, of course, like everyone else, I would love to win. But for me, this is about serving. 
Um, this is about making a change and making lives better for the citizens of Ward 3. Winning just puts me in a better position to make that change. But that change is not contingent on me assuming the office of councilman. If me running for city council doesn't do anything else, it empowers the younger generation and shows the young leaders of our city that someone young and someone from the community can set out for something greater. It shows them that your past, your upbringing, uh, nor your resources or the lack thereof can hinder you from accomplishing what you've set out to do. Okay, Pastor. Now, <laughs> let's get your take on the downtown area and revitalizing the nightlife, honey. So we want to know, how could someone make it successful? Let's go there. <laughs> um, I, I, I think downtown is an area that has seen stagnation for a while now. Um, I, I see an area that has tons of potential, uh, an area that is just brimming with possibility, but it's an area that if it's going to be successful, um, someone has to be passionate. Um, it's an area that's going to take a vision to make downtown what it could be. As far as someone making it successful, that would require, first of all, the desire to do so. Uh, it, it would take money and it would take a clear understanding of what is needed and what is necessary for our city. And uh, I, I got no problem with uh, Beaumont downtown becoming uh, popular for its nightlife. <laughs> Robert Walker, people who is running for War Three here in the city of Beaumont, Texas. Okay, and now you I guys talk. You talked about a change. Everybody always want to change. We need a change. Okay, now you're hearing a change now, guys. We're hearing a change. So, uh, I got said, a wretched friend that sent me a text, Tony. We got to get this question in, honey. Okay, we great. Let's go with it. Inquiring <laughs> minds need to know. Now, I need to get you in on this. Why go after an incumbent? <laughs> um, to be completely honest, um, the incumbent does have experience, um, but experience hadn't progressed Ward 3 in quite some time. Um, experience, hadn't, experience hadn't listened to the voices of the people. Uh, experience hadn't enacted change for a while. And so I think it's time that, you know, I hate to say it like this, but I think it's time that experience steps aside and allow fresh ideas and a uh, fresh outlook on things to come in. Well, honey, go ahead. Um, let's see. I got, I got questions coming in. <laughs> Well, let's I get got with questions it. coming in from everywhere. Tony, go ahead with the next what? one. Let me pull up my screen, honey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I have a quite a few of myself, so I'm not. I'm not. I think I'll just ask one one other question, and I'm gonna go to the comment board and and uh, those who are watching or listening, you can make your comment, and I will ask the question for you and post it up for uh, our next new candidate for okay, more so three. Okay. Um, Ready, what do you want me to do? Well, go ahead. He's there. If elected, what three steps would you take to put our city on firmer financial footing? To get a handle on our city's finances and to gain some ground financially, I think it goes back to a statement that I made earlier on as it relates to reevaluating how city money is spent and how city money is budgeted. So I suppose the first step would be reevaluating what we are already doing and, uh, and how we're already doing it. Uh, speaking from experience, uh, dealing with budgets where money is not readily accessible, uh, speaking from experience where there is already a current budget in place, as a newly elected councilman, I would bring 
fresh eyes and fresh ideas to something that is already rolling. Number two uh, would be consider branding our city. Um, let our city work for us. I understand that brands are um, perception-based, and because of that, we can always combine capital and ideas in new ways to leverage our city as a brand. Every city has a brand, and perhaps Beaumont just don't know what its brand is yet. And when you look at it, that plays a part into the development of our city. Beaumont needs something that attracts individuals. Thirdly, and perhaps uh, this is probably my favorite, and that is investing in our citizens. Beaumont is filled with local businesses, but they are just that, local businesses. We should look into helping those local businesses go global or even go regional which will in turn bring real money back to our community. Tell me a little bit about uh, how you feel about uh, BISD and the city uh, council and people of that nature working together or doing something as far as uh, the kids. Uh, I know Brandon was talking about an initiative with the plumbers union and these places where they pay you while you're going to school and all of that. Tell me how you feel about BISD and the young people and things of that nature. I, I, I think uh, what you just mentioned with Brandon, it's probably like a co-op program. I'm not 100% sure, but I think a partnership between the city and the school district is of uh, vital importance um, because we have graduates who leave our city every year because there's nothing here keeping them here. And so if if the city of Beaumont were to get engaged with the school district, I think we can better better handle on what our young people are looking for, and we're, we will be in a better place to keep them here as opposed to them going to a bigger city such as Houston or Dallas. You're absolutely correct. Um, Tony, did you have a question? Um, I'm trying to. Yeah, um, actually, I'm, I'm trying to download so we can go into our community board in a minute. But I want to see if I can uh, get it. So, Robert, uh, we've asked all the questions I'd like to ask. I'm going to ask one more question. And we're going to go into the our community uh, board for events that's coming up uh, in our area. What does War 3 mean to you as far as its structure? making the area look better and dealing with its infrastructure. You don't have to ask, answer the infrastructure. I think you already answered that, but just those other two questions. Do I, do I have uh, to repeat it for you? No, 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 sir. No, mm -hmm. sir. Uh, as it relates to the structure and um, uh, of Ward 3, uh, and even its infrastructure for that matter, uh, mm -hmm. to me, it, it means improvement. Um, to me, it means evaluation. And to me, it means work. Uh, I, I'm sure I, I speak on behalf of many, if not all, Ward 3 citizens when I say that we don't expect overnight change. We, we don't expect something bigger, bright, and better to come in a matter of days or weeks. But we do expect progress. We, we do expect our voices and for our desires to be considered and discussed. Um, somebody's asking, how do you feel about young people uh, stepping out and candidates running? I, I was on the phone with a friend of mine the other day, and, and I, I made mention to him uh, all the young people that are running for local office as well as school board uh, seats. And I told him that, you know, I think that this is the perfect time for Beaumont to become more progressive. I think the national election played a major part, uh, not only in voter turnout, but even in young people wanting to get out and 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 go for an office such as city council. I, I think it's a great thing. I think it's going to um, have a lot of great results uh, as it relates to the people that are coming behind us. 
I'm super excited about all the young people and I'm actually excited about everybody getting energized and I'm trying to do my part to energize people. It doesn't really matter who you're voting for. I just want to make sure that your butt is at the polls. So we, <laughs> the turnout has been so low in Beaumont till we really don't have a right to complain if we're not going to vote the people in or out of office that or not adhering to what we want and need. And I always say, hey, it's gonna roll. if you don't like what's going on and you don't like your councilman and you don't like the condition of your city, baby, get out and get 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 down there and let's do something about it. Robert, I, I, I tell you what, Robert, you have really shown me, uh, I, I'm impressed. Let me say that I am impressed. I was impressed when you spoke to me um, a few weeks ago and I was on, a, excuse me, but I was online when we was vetting you uh, and I didn't want you to know I was on that line, but I was on that uh, uh, Zoom call that, that I've heard you before and, and you impressed me then, but now you impressed me more. I wish you all the best and luck and prayers are going you. to you. And I hope you come out on top in Ward 3 because, of course, you know, uh, you know, you got good, you, you got incumbent you, you are going against and you got to work hard. You got to work Yes, hard. sir. And if God be if God be for you, who can be against you? That's it. So, uh, so I wish you the best. God bless you, and thank you thank for you. accepting our invitation. Yes, and sir. Uh, for the invite. Yes, yes, and we can do it again. Okay. So now yes, we got. Do you have any last words that yeah, you want to say to the people, yes, or something yes. that you want to say for why they should vote for you, or make your plea? This is it. Here we go. <laughs> I, I think I think my words have spoken already for themselves. I just want to encourage everyone watching to get out and vote because your voice does matter. And like you said, if they want change, they have to go out and effect change. That's it. That's all. That is it. Thank you, Robert, so all the time, much. All you have is two powers, voting power and buying power, where you spend your dollars and who you vote for. And if you throw either one of them away, you in a sad state of affairs. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> But Rob, I thought I had questions for you in the comment box, but all the comments are, are just compliment, complimentary. So that's a great thing. A, you know, everybody's yes, complimenting sir. you on on your uh, your show tonight. That's Mary and George Brown. She said, yes, you have I done your homework, your research. <laughs> She's proud of you. Uh, let's go here with uh, Brenda Davis is telling you, cheering for you and cheering you on for War Three, And uh, Alice Felix Ramsey. It's saying, what is the criteria to the, oh, she has a question. What is the criteria for the federal dollars coming into Beaumont? And is it earmarked? Maybe you want to ask that question. Give you 30 seconds. Uh, well, I don't think I can effectively answer that question tonight. But mm -hmm. uh, if she sends me a personal message on Facebook, I'll be sure to find an answer for her and send it to her. All right. Barbara, Barbara Thornton. Uh, the Houston, Texas said, if she, if, uh, uh, if you would have my vote, if you lived, if I lived in Beaumont, uh, you're young, you're willing, and you're serving, you're very knowledgeable and well-spoken. That's good news. And of course, of course again, uh, Mrs. Uh, Ramsey said, tell, you, tell it like it is. Your truth is always a winner. Uh, how about our friend from the South End, uh, Cheryl Richard Jackson, said, you better, uh-oh, she just called me, you better tell him. <laughs> Let me go here, uh, go here, and uh, let's see here. We'll have to, in other words, she said she, you love it. She's amazing. Your truthfulness uh, uh, is an amazing thing, my friend. So, um, and Lydia Brown is saying, uh, you're a very young, smart young man, which I know that. I recognize that. Very intelligent. And knowledgeable young man, man. So you've got a lot of a lot of people pulling for you. Uh, they want you to be the best and wish you well. Uh, and of course, um, uh, we like we at Knowledge of Power Podcast Live loved you to come on again and visit with us. And if you if you elected and you get the seat. We really want to talk to you then, you know. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go into the. Uh, we're going to go and switch up now, and we're going to go to the community board. And uh, I, one thing I'm going to say, we got we're going to have Madonna uh, Sherwood, my co-host. She's presents a uh, uh, meet and greet every Wednesday, and the night tomorrow night is Wednesday, and the meet and greet will be a fundraiser event for Bigita. Uh, Ananda Smith uh, for mayor um, at Nails Sport Bar. So, um, do you want to tell me a little bit about that? 
I am super excited. I've been trying to get as many of these done as I possibly can just to kind of energize the community and make sure that people know who's running and um, put up a get to vote, uh, get out the vote initiative. And this week is Begita. Next week is LaShawn Proctor. And uh, I think that will be our final week. We may have another week after that, but I think that takes us to the end of March. And by George, I am tired. But it says, be vocal, vote local. Well, don't hear with Nail Sports Bar every Wednesday in March. Right, come right. Out, come out, come out and meet right. people and yes, talk right. a little bit. All right. And we have the community outreach. Uh, it's going to be Thursday, uh, uh, the 11th. From 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, and mass required, and and food, boxes, and water, and more will be um, issued uh, to one box per person for a family. So that's going to be at uh, which which church location? Um, that's going to be at Pastor Andrew's church, I believe, on Highland Avenue. Highland. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So the community outreach this Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., handing out food, boxes, and water, and more. Pastor Andrew and his wife uh, at the uh, hot dog. I know the name of the trade. I can't think. I went blank. But anyway, that's right. It's sponsored by Lamar University. Uh, the Harvest. 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 Yeah, that's the David Harvest. Uh, Operation Blessing, World Vision, and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, on Thursday, we, of course, we, you know, we are added another thir- a night on our show is Thursday night. We're going to have the incumbent um City at large councilman uh, Randy Fairshaw with us on Thursday at eight o'clock. So I'd like you all to be here with us. So we're going to ask some questions and I'd like to hear some hard questions and then we're going to post them all up and get it here for you. And thank you again so much. Yes. Thank you, Marinette. Harvest of the Lost Soul is where the community outreach would be uh, on Thursday at 11 a.m. Please be there. Now, again, Randy, Randy Felshaw will be with us. Uh, he's a incumbent of a, a city council at large here in Beaumont, and he will be with us on Thursday at 8 o'clock. So join us then, and uh, we'd love to have you here. We'd love to have everybody here, and we enjoy your time. We enjoy your viewership, and we love you. God bless you, and all is well. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.